This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. Hey guys, quick thing. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only question left to say is, are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello and welcome to the Guna Talk. Back again with you guys for another show and another episode of our Raw Reaction series and specifically the Arsenal News Show. Joining you every single morning at 8am UK time. Hope you're doing good. Hope you're doing well. This match day, Arsenal play. Finally, they're back. So happy to be in the midst of a fixture. It just feels good. I, I, I hate these breaks. I know I've said this a million times, but I hate these big breaks between games. Thankfully, this week's going to provide us with three games in the space of seven days. Hopefully, I'm feeling just as excited as I am right now after those games. Uh, and then we have an annoying international break, of course. But we will get through that. And then we've got the rest of the season to think about and the rest of the season to really enjoy as well. If you haven't done so already, please do drop a like on the video and subscribe to the channel if you are new around here with those notifications turned on so you never miss a show. But we do these every day at 8am. So there's really no excuse to miss one. Um, But thank you so much for tuning in. And yeah, I hope you had a great weekend so far. Yesterday, I very much enjoyed uh, watching two of the worst teams via out for a top four place. We'll talk about that a little bit more in a second. Uh, And also, yeah, it was great. I mean, I'm not enjoying necessarily Brighton's plight, but I think there is a little bit of kind of, not justice isn't the right word, but a little bit of vindication, I think, around kind of the hype of Graham Potter and that subsiding quite a bit. And whilst they're probably not in threat of relegation, their form has dipped so significantly. Uh, And then Burnley missed out on a great chance to obviously take themselves out the bottom three. And Brentford have, have turned things around. There's a little bit of a threat of maybe them getting drawn into a relegation scrap, but they've really turn things so uh, it was an interesting day of football yesterday and I'm sure today is going to be equally so but good morning to people in the chat Penny Ween joining us first Sartvik Maximius Matt G Wilson uh we've got who else have we got in here Thracian King Ray Stevie Harvey um Paul we've got Olu we've got uh we, I'm really sorry I'm going to get your name utterly wrong uh Semugera uh I'm, I'm sorry if that's wrong Eric uh wouldn't maybe be easier for me to just go for uh hi Tom thanks for Sunday morning show my prediction is Arsenal 5 Leicester 1 fantastic positivity from you Eric there uh Guna uh good morning to you uh Bobby good morning to you mate David Gustavo Weedy 
uh, Ali, we've got uh, Moksh, we've got AFC West Mids, Julian, uh, Morgus says, uh, hi all, it's my birthday, 75 years, no first in the chat, but I'm guessing the oldest, eight of us, uh, Il Guccio Italian pregame, North Bank lower to see my high out, 3-0 perfect, good morning to you Morgie, have a fantastic day, I hope the boys can bring you home a really positive result, it's always risky isn't it, going into the game on your birthday, it really can decide your mood for the rest of it, but I hope you have a great day, have a few drinks on me, and uh, yeah, enjoy it, mate. Have a great one. I'm sure the chat box will definitely be wishing you well as well. Um, good morning to everybody. Let's crack on with the stories. Uh, we start, as always, by telling you to go and subscribe to the Arsenal way. Uh, I'll be uh, doing a show over there tomorrow morning at 9.30, as always. But you'll be able to join Bailey and Chris, I believe, today after uh, the fixture has completed. There was a predictor show with Chris and Guy that went out yesterday that you should definitely check out. And we're closing in on our 10K target. So if you haven't already subscribed, link in the description as per. Uh, moving forwards, pieces that went out from myself yesterday. Some of them have gone down really well and some people have really enjoyed them. Um, one, I did a, a reaction piece to Mohamed Salah's injury coming off against Brighton and kind of the false hope that we get as Arsenal fans. We've seen it before with Harry Kane. We've seen it with Kevin De Bruyne. I'm sure that Salah's going to be fine for the game on Wednesday, but that was just to add a little bit of narrative, wasn't it? Of course, there would be a little bit of narrative, a little bit of uncertainty around his fitness, but... Uh, yeah, he's going to be back. We all know he's going to be back. Uh, another piece following up that story on Arda Gula, the Fenerbahce youngster, uh, currently playing for Fenerbahce, uh, of course, because I just said he's a Fenerbahce youngster. So where else would he be playing? Uh, as kind of the understudy to Meza Erzu and what this means, but also some wariness certainly advised. And then the main story I wrote was about the news that Erling Haaland supposedly has an agreement in place to join Manchester City for next season. It was about the opportunity that it could open for Arsenal to sign Gabriel Jesus, of all players. I think that Jesus would be a really good option for Arsenal if we're signing two. If we're only signing one striker, I probably wouldn't move for him. But I think that he would be a really good choice for the kind of that supportive, more diminutive uh, link-up pressing because he will run all day long. He will fit what Mikel Arteta wants from one of his forward players. But I think if he was on his own, he'd probably be uh, not the right choice. I'd go for a Patrick Schick over him, for instance. But as if we were going for two forwards, I think Gabriel Jesus would be a really good option for Arsenal in the summer. Um, only a few stories to discuss today. Obviously, the first one uh, was quite a big one. Most of you probably saw yesterday the Manchester United Spurs game in which United came out as 3-2 winners. Uh, it was a game in which I felt highlighted Really how, not that Arsenal have no excuse, but how more so Arsenal got a really great chance to beat two average teams into fourth spot. They are so awful and they are so reliant on individuals to win their matches that Arsenal really need to be turning the screw on these two. I'm hoping today we see another fantastic team performance because that's the thing that's carrying us to the top four is how unified and how together our group is and how you know they work as a team. Whereas... Man United and Spurs just have these individuals and as a team, they're so disjointed. And I just I just watched it and went, these two are so bad. Really, really bad. Um, but Ronaldo got a hat-trick. That's going to give him a huge confident boost towards the end of the season. So that is a bit of a concern. We need to make sure we beat both of these teams when we do play them. Spurs is going to be a tough one. We haven't won at Spurs' ground for a, a long, long time. And Man United are always going to be a challenge. No matter how many critics I've got uh, for them, I, I do think that they're a team that 
will obviously pose us problems. But defensively, we should be able to score. If we're not scoring against either of these teams, then oh, I don't know what I do, but we really should be scoring against these two because they are very, very poor defensively. Uh, moving on to our penultimate story of the day, Joao Felix, uh, Atletico Madrid, very much keen on keeping Joao Felix at the club, despite there being all these reports about them being wanting of uh, money to kind of bring in, replace him, not necessarily happy with his development since they spent all that money. Uh, Spanish outlets claiming that he is very much settled and that Atletico want to keep him at the club. So if you are one of those people very much hoping to see him at the club next season, I don't think you're going to see this take place. I didn't think it would be happening anyway. I didn't think Arsenal would move for him, but he's on the list uh, of their players they were looking at, but he's nowhere near their top end. So he looks like he's going to be staying in Spain with Atletico as news reports right now. But things change very quickly. We could be sitting here in a month for a week's time even and talking about very different news coming out. But the stories are right now is that Joao Felix will be remaining at Atletico Madrid. Uh, moving on to the final story, and that is, of course, focusing on today's game against Leicester. Uh, Brendan Rodgers confirming after their win over Wren uh, that James Justin and James Madison would be returning to the lineup uh, for the game uh, today. But Jamie Vardy will be out. Johnny Evans will also be out. Uh, Castagna is another player that's not expected to be involved in the fixture. They're a team that we know with Wesley Fofana out as well. They've got a number of players that aren't going to be playing, but they are still a very decent side. They've got a lot of really quality players. They've won their last four games in a row, including their European fixtures. And Wren aren't exactly a pushover. So we need to be wary. We need to be giving our absolute all. They've got the likes of Harvey Barnes back, who obviously had that awful injury against Arsenal. I think it was last season. Um, he's back and firing. I think he got on the score sheet against Wren and James Madison coming back into the team. And, you know, their strikers, Iheanacho or Daka, are going to be available and there. So they are still going to be a threat. We need to make sure that we are playing at the absolute top of our game. I want the Emirates crowd to be buzzing and behind them. So Morgie in the chat box, I know you're going to be there today, mate. I need you to get behind the boys. I need you to be encouraging the lads and lasses around you. Absolutely. We need to try and get these three points, especially after Man United picked up those three yesterday. And we need to take advantage of Spurs dropping points and give ourselves the best opportunity possible to push ourselves confidently into that Liverpool game. And that is all of the news for today. So thank you so much uh, for joining that part. We're going to move on to your questions in the chat box. So if you do have any questions, do throw them into the chat box now and we'll go through as many of them as we feasibly can. Let's go for it. Okay, let's see what you guys are saying. Who is Madison? Oh, by the way, shout out to a good friend of mine on Twitter, Semperfy. You probably follow him, um, who absolutely ratioed uh, the Leicester Twitter feeds. Leicester basically, if you didn't see this on Twitter, Leicester basically tried to just really end the whole Erdogan Leicester debate by putting up this statistic of like how many games they've or how many starts they've had, how many goals they've scored, assists. I mean, Madison has two more goals, the same amount of assists. He's won more duels. He's got a lower passing accuracy. He's won five more successful dribbles. Uh, he's got one more winning goal uh, than the Erdegaard does. And he's got 35 touches in the penalty area. Uh, sorry, per game compared to Erdegaard's 52. But Semper Fi, brilliant tweet, put up the whole kind of the better context of many, many more metrics to compare them where Erdegaard absolutely 
blitzes um, James Madison this season. And uh, yeah, it was just a brilliant tweet. If you haven't tw- if you haven't seen it, go on to Twitter at Semperfy Arsenal. It's F I Arsenal. Uh, it's a great tweet, and it's definitely worth giving a like because he ratioed the Leicester account, and he's an absolute legend for it. And he's very supportive of a lot of the content that we put out on here. So uh, go and check that one out. Um, the, Mike says, my son just accepted an offer to go to uni at James Madison University recently. Should I hit him? Should I hit him if James Madison scores? You should never hit your child, Mike. Come on, son. That's none of that. None of that. No, no abuse in the chat box, please. And leave Jake alone. Dad says, hi, Tom. Please just do a poll for fans wanting Lacquer to stay or go. Hey, look, Dan, your wish is my commands. Let's let's make that the daily poll. Uh, let's put, do you think that we should extend Alexandra Lacazette's contract? Let's make that the poll. Give me. Just 10 seconds for this page to load. Should we extend Lacquer's contract? Always live. Do your thing, people. Give Danny's answer. He's curious to know what you people are thinking. Can I share the screen to the tweet? Yes. I don't know why I didn't do that anyway, to be honest. Uh, let's, sh- <laughs> let's share the screen so you can see what I'm talking about. Uh, here we go. So here's the tweet from Leicester. Uh, where they basically just highlight all the different stats and claiming that Madison is is somehow better. And then Semperfire puts this brilliant tweet up, which gives you how he's better in successful presses per 90, the successful presses percentage, uh, non-penalty goals, XG per 90, uh, XA per 90, live ball, SCA 90, uh, PPA per 90, that's past. PPA is... Why is PPA completely going out of my mind? Uh, I can't remember. Key pass per 90, XG chain 90, XG build up 90, progressive passes 90, pass completion, touches per 90. He's just, you know, he's absolutely battering him. Um, so if we're going to try and put up some skewed stats, you're not going to win anything out for that. I'm sure you guys are going to tell me what PPA is in the chat box because you, you really should. I really should know. Uh, GSM says the release price doesn't apply to Joao Felix. Uh, the release clause is not something that Arsenal will be looking to activate in Joao Felix's contract. That is for sure. Uh, Ron says, would you personally rotate the squad this week or keep it the same? I probably would keep it the same. Uh, I think I've looked back at what we've done. Arteta kept the same team against Southampton, West Ham and Leeds, and we won all three of those fixtures. West Ham was a really tough game. Southampton had a decent season, and we managed to blitz those teams. So, yeah, I would probably keep the same team throughout. Uh, Let's have a look at what you guys are saying regarding the poll. Uh, 52% of 100 people that have voted so far saying that you would keep Lacazette for next season. 48% of you saying no. Uh, Penny Wien says, Lacquer to stay for all of the intangibles he's bringing, even if he doesn't kick a ball next season. I'm not sure he would be too happy with that. What are the key battles for today's game? I think, obviously, Dakar or Iheanacho up against Ben White and Gabriel. There's a few questions about those two, considering how they played against Watford. Um, you've also got looking at how Leicester... Let's have a look how Leicester set up in their last... Premier League game, which was against Leeds, and they won 1-0. I mean, that's not a big result against a Leeds side. You should be smashing. Uh, I think James Justin should be back. So we'll be up against Martinelli. Uh, Thomas will be up against um, against Bakayo Saka. They had Dewsbury Hall and Didi and Tielemans in the middle. Vardy, you imagine, will be out. And Iheanacho or Daka will be being brought in. I'm, I imagine probably Iheanacho, to be fair, who came on in that game. Um, I just think that we've got 
Daniel Amati at centre-back doesn't convince me. I think we've got more than enough to get a very decent result. If they play Yannick Vestergaard as well, I mean, we do put a lot of crosses into the box that he'd probably be able to deal with. But I just think that we've got so much more than they have this season. Their injuries are huge and we should be getting maximum points from this game. Uh, Edrasar says, for the poll, it depends on how many years we give Laka or how many strikers we bring in. It does. There are factors associated to your vote. But uh, I think it's just as plain and simple. Do you want him to stay or not? And I think you've got to take the plunge and pick one of the answers. Sarvig says, another Madison free kick, another Ramsdale photo save today. Uh, I'd rather we gave away no opportunities for Madison to take those free kicks because he's very, very good at them. Um, UC, hosted by NMSC, <laughs> very specific name, says, uh, love Lacazette, but better, to hit, better for him to leave uh, on a high than stay until we become frustrated with him. Uh, Karaka says, Saka is the key for today's game. He'll score. Uh, he'll scare the crap out of Luke Thomas. I hope he does because he's my fantasy captain this week. So I'm hoping for a Saka masterclass, to be honest. Mark says, did you know I was going to miss yesterday's show live and so use the Renata Sanchez headline we have been expecting? <laughs> I didn't. No, uh, Marcus, I didn't know that you were going to miss it and I didn't put it in for that reason. It was just because I was very much vindicated in hearing the news regarding Renata Sanchez's injury and therefore had to talk about it for obvious reasons. Uh, Maximir says, hey, Tom, would you would you like to do a combined 11 for our matches? Gives us an idea of how strong we are against the opposition. We can do a combined one right now. Let's let's share the screen for how Leicester set up against Leeds. Uh, let's share my screen with you very briefly which is the one we want. We want the Leicester Fitchers. Here we go. So this is how they line up against Leeds. We can imagine that Ian Acho is going to come in for Jamie Vardy. Um, does Is Ramsdale better than Schmeichel this season? Yes. Is Cedric better than um, James Justin or Hamza Chowdhury? I think that's up for debate, but maybe based on the last few games, probably. Um, our, our back five is better than theirs. Let's just say that. Our back five is better. Ndidi uh, or Partey, I think I'd stick with Partey right now. Tillemans or Xhaka, uh, that's pretty darn close. Form, Xhaka's doing very well. But raw quality, you probably go with Tillemans. Uh, Dewsbury Hall or Erdegaard? Dewsbury Hall uh, is, is nowhere near Erdegaard's level. So Erdegaard obviously wins that. And the front three of Saka, Lacazette and Martinelli against Barnes, Albrighton and Iheanacho. I'd go for our front three. I think they get in one player, which is Tielemans right now. That's the closest that they probably get. So I, I, I really don't think they get anywhere close to Arsenal's team, to be honest. Um, combined 11, says Dan, uh, is just the Arsenal lineup. <laughs> I think Xhaka and Tielemans, you know, that's that's the closest you're going to get to seeing a, a battle being won. But Xhaka's had a really, really solid uh, last few games. That's That's fair. Uh, Weedy says, would you give Xhaka a new contract, even though he is, <laughs> he's not crap. Um, look, he's a player that people struggle with, uh, and people struggle to get on board with. He got a new contract last summer, so I wouldn't be extending his deal. He's going to be hitting 30 come the end of the season. We don't need to extend him. Uh, we need to be looking at bringing in an upgrade if possible in the summer, but I don't necessarily get rid of him. I think he would be a really good player to keep in the group, but I'm not sure he'd be comfortable with competing necessarily for a starting spot with, say, a Tillemans or a Fabian Ruiz, etc. Um, Dan, who has the highest ceiling, Martinelli or Smith-Rowe? It's a really, really good question. My my head says Smith-Rowe, 
because the amount of goals he's scoring, and he's only a year older than Martinelli, to be fair, and he's already further along his development. He got a call-up to the international side earlier, and he's got, I feel he's got more versatility. I still think Martinelli's got a really high ceiling, but I think Smith-Rowe could become really quite special. And you look at the progression of like the young English attacking midfielders right now, with Grealish and Foden and Mount, etc. And Smith-Rowe is right up there with them. So I think that Smith Rowe probably has the higher ceiling because of his goal scoring capacity is just that much more impactful and he takes more opportunities and he's more consistent than Martinelli. But look, Martinelli has still got a really, really high ceiling and it goes to show the quality that we've got available in our squad. Social says Varane or White, who has been the better signing? I think we all know that White has been the better signing. Let's not even make out that Varane has been anywhere close to White this season. Uh, Guna says, remember when we sold Beardy to Chelsea and we started pining? Uh, that's Olivier Giroud, for those that aren't wondering who that is. Lacquer is that similar type of player and always good to have. Um, I think that Olivier Giroud's impact on Arsenal was a positive one. I think that he obviously scored over 100 goals for the club and we let him go wrongly. Like We shouldn't have sold him to Chelsea. We, we absolutely should not have sold him to Chelsea. We should have sold him somewhere else, like Milan earlier or somewhere in Serie A or France. And we were a little bit naive, like very naive, in fact, to send him to Chelsea. And we paid for that. He scored against us in the Europa League final. So we really, really were a little bit silly making that choice. Uh, Jean says, sadly, I feel Xhaka and Cedric are our most underrated players. They should get more praise. Sadly, uh, look, I think Xhaka is someone who's been deserving of praise. I think he's got praise. Uh, I think there are some out there, though, that will never give him the praise that he probably deserves. And, you know, that's that's their opinion. That's their viewpoint. And... As long as it's put across respectfully, you have to respect that view as well. Uh, Olu says, hey, Tom, I will upgrade on Xhaka and Laka, but I'll definitely keep them both. We can't get much better backup players with the quality, experience and leadership that they bring. It's a very solid point. Thracian King says, we need to avoid complacency today. I am concerned how everyone is saying this should be an easy game. I don't think, I don't think people are saying about it being an easy game. It should be three points, Thracian. I think that's what we have to say is that they are a good team. But we absolutely should be winning this game. We have to be trying to win this game and get maximum. If we are going for top four, these are the games you have to win. It's not going to be easy. I'm not saying it's going to be easy, but it is a game that we should be expecting to get three points in and, and we need to be targeting that. Uh, Paul says, why not keep Lacquer on a two-year contract and help him in coaching as much of what he offers is experience? I'm not sure. Look, we can sit here and say him on a two-year deal is a great thing for Arsenal. But you have to consider what he's thinking. And look, there are teams out there that want him. Like Juventus are said to be interested. Leon are definitely interested. And he's probably going to get more game time with a team like Leon than with Arsenal next season if we sign one or two forwards. So I'm not sure that we can sit here very you know, uh, confidently and say, yeah, if we offered him a two-year deal, we'd accept it. I don't know if we would. We have to factor that in. And he'll want to know what the plan is for next season and the strikers that we're going to be bringing in. Uh, Marcus says, is Vardy definitely out? In the past, he wasn't. He ruled out uh, and he came off the bench. Uh, he's definitely out. Uh, I would be shocked if he's in the team. It said he could be out for a few weeks, so I'd be shocked. Unless he's playing some mind games, Brendan Rodgers, he should definitely be out. Uh, let's scroll down. Uh, Evaluna says, uh, if I, I wish they would start Smith Rowe today. The kid scores at any given time when he comes on. Hopefully, he's fully recovered. I wouldn't start Smith Rowe today. I'd start uh, Martinelli, but I'd bring Smithrow off the bench and I'd start him against Liverpool is what I would do. Uh, I think that he's a player that certainly would. I think he adds a lot more off the bench at the moment than Martinelli does, weirdly. He's really good coming off the bench. So I would keep him there. He's only just recovered from illness. 
Uh, he's going to be feeling those effects. Get him for 20 minutes or even less than that, maybe, uh, and get him into the team and get him ready for the next fixture. Tommy Asu, though, is not going to be back, unfortunately. Dana says, who is going to be our biggest competition for top four, Manuel Spurs? I think Spurs, uh, I think, sorry, I think Man United are going to be the biggest com uh, competitor. I think they have the better individuals. I think they have the best individuals in this race over Arsenal. Arsenal have the best team, like as in United group, ironically. Um, than, than United do. But uh, Spurs and West Ham, you know, they're really one or two players. Like West Ham, you look at Bowen uh, and you look at players like Ben Rama and Fornells and Antonio. But I mean, Bowen stands out as a, as a clear, and Rice, of course, and Sergei. Um And then with Man United, you've got Ronaldo and you've got Fernandez and you've got Sancho and you've got, we even talk about Varane, but you've got Varane. You've got a very decent and Pogba. Uh, and whereas Spurs, you've got Sane and uh, Sane and Con, <laughs> you've got Kane and Son, and Kulusevski. Uh, Kulusevski's done well. He's definitely surprised me, to be fair. Kulusevski, I thought he was going to struggle when he came in, but he's done well. I don't think he's necessarily progressed them any more than what Lucas Moura was offering, really. Um, but I think he's done well since coming in. Um, but the rest of the team is dire. <laughs> I mean, I didn't really mean to make that pun, but it's come through. It's dire and it's dire is what it is. Uh, it's, it's absolutely Eric Dyer that the rest of that team. So, uh, yeah, it is what it is. But I do think we've got the best team, uh, to be honest. Uh, Marcus, unfortunately, you're not going to see uh, my efforts in goal. Uh, because of uh, understaffing issues, we weren't able to get the video out and edit it in time for this weekend. Hopefully that will change for next week. Uh, but one of our main guys was off this week, so we didn't have the resources to edit the video. I do have the video and I can try and get a couple of clips of my awful goalkeeping if you're desperate to see it but uh yeah it's uh <laughs> it's not going to be going out on the channel unfortunately uh, because we were understaffed this week so apologies for that but uh, there should be tonight's game hopefully will be out there next week because we've got people back uh next week to be able to put it together uh penny ween says with our young uh squad uh, and current position is this the most exciting we the fans have experienced oh yeah it's absolutely the most exciting time of being an Arsenal fan for quite some time. It sucks that we're not in Europe this season. I'm excited to see the Amazon documentary this year. I think it's going to be really insightful. And look, there is a team of kids that are hopefully going to give us exactly what we need in the years to come and more. So we'll absolutely see what's going to happen. Um, WhatsApp it to me. I can't WhatsApp it to you right now, but I've got it on my laptop and I'll try and clip together my efforts of being in goal because they're not... They're not good. They're, they are awful, in fact. Uh, Noel says, Tom, where's your expectation on the new striker next season? Personally, I'd go for Schick, and I want him to score at least 15 goals. I agree with you. I'd go for Schick as well. Schick is my number one pick um, for the striker choice, along with Jonathan David is the next one. Gabriel Jesus is, is up there as well as kind of the, the supporting figure. But uh, Schick is, is my number one. Uh, absolutely uh, without a shadow of a doubt number one um we're going to wrap things up there people uh we will be doing a show post-match it won't be on the whistle um because i've got my six aside game this evening at half six and the games are half four so it's uh it's quite tight finishing one and starting the other but there will be a, a show probably about nine o'clock tonight uh nine o'clock uk time so make sure you set your alarms for that join us in the chat box you know that we go heavily with your comments and you you basically become the stars of the show so do join us then it's been an absolute pleasure to speak to you guys, as it always is. Please drop a like on the video and subscribe to the channel if you're new around here with those notifications turned on so you never miss a show. See you soon, guys. Have a great day. And as always, up the Arsenal.
It's the 90 plus minute. All your mates are around and you've got a McNuggets share box ready to go and you know a late winner's coming. Your mates already got booked for a double dip in and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfection. Order now on the McDonald's app for your McDelivery. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely, and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.